You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guests today, one of them is a Marion graduate and the other also ran for Marion but graduated for Center Point Urbana. She ranks among the leaders in Nebraska Kearney history while he qualified for nationals in cross country uh, just this fall. And they're siblings. Uh, welcome to the program, Maddie and Miles Bach. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh. <laughs> it's nice to have you on the program. I haven't had a brother sister team on, so this is this kind of fun. Fun for us, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can see if there's any sibling rivalry between between the two of you. So, uh, see how that goes. Um, what's it like in Kearney, Nebraska today? Oh, uh, it's not too bad. It's a pretty windy out. Um, yeah. Forty-five. Just getting starting to get into that weather, winter weather, but um, I'm excited to get started for indoor season soon. Yeah, yeah it's sure. been really nice this past few weeks. Like the past few weeks, it's been like 70, 65, but. Today is our first day in like the low 50s, so mm. I think it's starting to get cold. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been beautiful weather here the last week. Got to got to enjoy that. I'm sure you've been working out outside. Yeah, wow. that's been really nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did you have a inter-squad scrimmage um, over the weekend? It was on your schedule. Did, did you guys actually have a have a little uh, meet? Yeah, so our mid-distance runners, um, they did, like, kind of off events. So that was really fun to watch. Okay. Were you um, – did you have any organized race, or, or was it just more workout on Friday? Yes, they they warmed up for their races and everything, and they, okay. uh, they split it up into teams, which is kind of cool. Um, but – Yes, we we didn't race. I'm racing next weekend or this okay. coming weekend, I guess. And you didn't either, Miles. I take it. Nope. Um, I'll I'll be. I'm off till uh the graduate classic in January, so I'll be in Lincoln in January, oh. opening my okay. season. Um, yeah, after nationals, got back and took it down week, and now we're starting to build that mileage back up. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're just taking some downtime here, trying to. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll start off with, with Maddie, the older sister. We'll, we'll you know, uh, ladies first here. We'll, we'll start uh, talk, talk with you. Um, first of all, let's talk about your cross-country season. Um, uh, it was a very good season, um, but you didn't make nationals. So that, that had to be a little bit of a disappointment for you. Uh, yes, but, okay, so I actually got COVID the week of nationals. Or not the week oh, of nationals, the week of regionals. So I didn't run until Wednesday. I'm vaccinated, so I had, like, different protocol and stuff. So I didn't actually run until, like, probably Thursday. I think Thursday was the first day that I had ran in, like, four or five days. So three days ago, you're... No, uh, yeah, three days before the race was the first day that I had ran. I didn't do a workout that week. I didn't... I just kind of winged it. Yeah, so, so all things considered, I would have loved to be able to help out my team better, but yeah. also there is not much I could do at that no. point. Were you vaccinated then coming in? Yeah, I was vaccinated. You were, and you still got it. So yeah. So there you go. I mean, it's uh, you know it can happen, but uh, but I I assume your symptoms weren't nearly as bad then. Uh, actually, it was pretty it was pretty terrible my lungs were burning and my mm, i had really oh my bad body aches the only thing i didn't have was a fever but oh, yeah okay. so was how, not how fun long, how long did it take you to recover then not that long so the week after regionals i took a down week which was really nice and then the week after i just ran the only thing i just focused on getting my mileage back up and just running so i didn't do a workout or anything um 
Okay. So two weeks later, I was good to go. I was fine. Okay. Um, so up until then, it seemed like you were uh, having a good season. Everything was going well. And, and how, how would you assess things? Yeah. So actually, I've been able to um, have quite a few cross-country seasons. And this was the best one I had ever had. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. Cause in years past, I've kind of felt like I haven't competed to the best of my ability. So it was really nice to be able to see that come together for a couple races at least. Okay. Okay. And you finished, I'm looking at it here. You finished 55th in that regional. So, yeah. um, you were probably more you would have been a lot closer to your teammates, but maybe even the number two runner, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I like getting into like the detailed side of things. That course is pretty fast. And the time that I ran at Hayes or the Hayes was probably the hardest course we ran on all season. I really wanted to just be able to hold five fifties for mm. Joplin, but obviously I knew that that probably wasn't going to happen Okay. Okay. Well, that was kind of a damper for the season, but uh, at least, you know, things are building pretty well um, for um, track and field. And, and what are you going to be running the next weekend? Uh, next the, week, uh, I'll be running the mile. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Is that kind of your, um, that kind of your race? Uh, I noticed you finished fifth at the MIAA indoors in that uh, race. Yeah, I really like the 3K, um, but I think I'm going to be gearing more towards the 5,000 um, and outdoor, so probably okay. going to work on endurance a little bit more this indoor season, but still definitely going to focus on the 3K because that's kind of where my heart's at. <laughs> okay. Um, and you've got one you got two seasons of eligibility for is it indoor or outdoor and one for the um i actually i'm just i only have one for indoor and outdoor oh one and an indoor okay yeah so this will be my last year i think the website might be wrong but i think they've got you having two oh. the junior for one of them so oh. um yeah <laughs> interesting yeah that's I remember it was different, so I had to, but I couldn't remember which was which. So we'll have to see. So, and Miles, um, you ran at nationals, number two on the team, um, finished 101st. Uh, how did that go for you? Yeah, so it was uh, first national meet. Um, not was wasn't sure what to expect. It's just it's a different race than anything else I've ever been in. Um, and it was warm down there, right? Uh, yeah. In St. Leo, Leo, Florida. Yep. So the race was in Tampa. Um, pretty hilly course. If you look at the times, very, very slow. A lot of guys in that race could have, they're capable of running 29 minutes on a cross country course. And I think the winner was like 30 something. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, after the first mile, it was pretty muddy. So there was just no moving up. At that point, it was just uh, who could hold on. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience for the first national meet. I would like to have run a little better. I think I was capable of being a top 50 guy. I know guys that in our conference that, um, were in the top 50, top 60. Um, I was right around them all season, but once you get to that national meet, as you probably see in the division one races, division two, division three, across the board, um, when you put 250 of the best runners in the country and a golf course and say, go run fast, um, weird things happen. So um, just, really, just really happy that our team was able to keep that um, right where we were ranked, finished top, top 25 in the country. Um, yeah. Great, great, uh, great season. I think for our team um, to make nationals for the first time in six years. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah. First time uh, in, well, the website said seven years, but um, yeah. Um, since 14. So mm -hmm. um so, so that's got to be really promising for the program. It seems like you're building every year, improving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, we had a, 
everyone in our top seven is coming back next year. And I think from our conference team, we had all nine guys coming back, plus um, some really good freshmen that, you know, we had one kid that was a 422 guy in high school, um, got COVID the first week of the season. So he was just recovered all season. And he finally came back towards the end and has been running well, but not quite good enough to get on that team. So he'll be, a, he'll be on our team next year. Um, what recruits we bring in. So we're really excited to uh, look for like this year was great, but we're excited to see what we can do um, in the future as well. Yeah. Uh, you're the number two runner on that team. So, so mm-hmm. you've, you, you've established your, yourself pretty well. Um, you'd, you'd have to say you took uh, just like Maddie said, took a big step uh, this fall. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, you know, to be my fourth year out of high school, I should be a senior and to run my freshman year <laughs> cross country. Um, it was a, you'd think, okay, you still have the experience of training in the college program and racing. Um, but actually going through a full season for the first time was definitely, um, something I felt on the body. I think having the experience of going through a full college season, um, will definitely be helpful in the years to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so were you the the the, uh, the proud uh, big sister, Maddie, for uh, when Miles uh, running at nationals? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's an interesting thing when you have a dynamic like ours because I know how hard he works and he knows how hard I work. So yeah. even when I got COVID the week of regionals, like he was just as heartbroken as I was. So mm. it's just kind of one of those things where it's like you you see each other you know you know what the other one's capable of so I was really really happy that he got to grow and experience that because he he deserved all of it so there's absolutely no sibling rivalry between you two not not at all it's all uh one of the things well yeah not really it's we actually so sometimes we actually even like run together. Yeah. So yep. Miles this will summer, slow down and I'll speed up a little bit. And yeah, this summer, a lot of our runs were together. We, uh, we went to Flagstaff, Arizona this summer. So it was me, her and our younger, youngest brother. Um, we all lived in Flagstaff, Arizona this summer. So just nice. to see the work that she put in um, and then to have that in the last week um, kind of taken away from her chance to run yeah. as well as she could have um that was pretty tough to see but um when you see how hard somebody works it makes it really easy that there's no animosity there there's no struggling like because you just want to see people that work hard do well so you're actually siblings that uh, enjoy each other's company Absolutely. <laughs> yeah for the most part <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in a small time like uh like carney do you uh do you kind of do things together as brother brother sister do you kind of Honestly, every, every day i pretty much we're either eating or going, going to, to get coffee together. yeah i'm getting coffee so um okay yeah i hang out with her pretty much whenever i'm not in class or at practice we're pretty much hanging out <laughs> we we do we tend to do a lot of morning runs together too um so that's pretty nice because the past couple of years i've been getting up at six or five thirty to do them on my own so it's having him live even in my building just to, you know, hang out, be friends. Yeah. I mean, that's, like that. uh, yeah, that's really cool because, uh, you know, that's a bond that you'll always have, you know, <laughs> between, you know, brother and sister. So it's nice that you enjoy each other's company and, and, um, do you, do you do, um, uh, are your morning runs kind of on your own then not uh, not with the team yeah so i actually found that super weird when i transferred here because mm. at iowa central we met for everything right and, um but no he's just like I, you're, our coach is like you're an adult until you prove me otherwise and i trust that you're gonna get these done whenever you can so yeah that part it's really it's really nice that he allows us to have that freedom and that he just, he trusts us to get it in. It makes it a lot less like pressure, pressure building and stuff like that. How do you, how do you see that miles? Is that the same with you? I mean, you ran at uh, Kirkwood um, and before that Gonzaga. 
Yeah, yeah. So at Gonzaga, our team, like like she said, we always met for morning runs. Um, so that's that's a lot different. Um, but it's also kind of nice where you can, if you have a night where you're up late studying, you can go at nine o'clock as opposed to seven. Or if you're a guy that wants to get it done early, you can get up at five thirty and get your uh, morning run done. So it's it's nice to have that freedom um, and a coach that kind of trusts that you're going to get the work done. But uh, yeah, it's nice to have someone in the same building as you that you know has a morning run, you know is going to get out the door, um, like Maddie. So um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a lot uh, it's a lot different than what I was used to, but I think I've learned to uh, enjoy it. Yeah, um, let's go. Let's kind of go into Maddie's history here. Um, you were fifth as a senior at the state cross country. Um, you had a lot of uh, top five finishes. Um, at the state meets. Um, then you went to Iowa Central. What um, what was kind of the impetus to, uh, to going to Fort Dodge there? Besides so, this. <laughs> yeah, so I was a terrible student in high school. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, so I, I just didn't, I didn't have the grades to pretty much go anywhere else, but Iowa Central okay. has a really good reputation of you know, national championships. And I actually met Leanne on my visit and was, yeah, like I, I loved her. So I Mm. actually came to Iowa central because of her and coach Brown and I got along really, really well too. Yeah. D is a a fantastic guy. I'm going to have him, uh, on a podcast coming up, I think, uh, trying to work out the scheduling details. So I'll, I'll be getting him on. And so, yeah, the success there that he's built is, is tremendous. That was, uh, that was, that was a big factor. Yeah. He, he just seemed really excited about, um, about me and what I could do. And then especially coming out of high school, like that excitement's like, wow, that's, I can do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're 18, you don't really know what college running is and yeah we still he still talks to me though like if I see him at a race he'll just give me a high five or he'll start cheering for me at I don't know in the middle of it or he'll give me a hug or something like that yeah he's very proud of all the tritons that have gone on to run um at the at the uh you know bigger levels um you know he's always uh, excited about that all their coaches are so Mm -hmm. that's uh yeah, that's fantastic. And you, and you qualified for NJCAA uh, Nationals. Uh, yeah, that was. Place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so at Iowa Central, I was battling myself a lot and kind of was dealing with some things that weren't running, uh, weren't helping my running at all. So when I, what did I, I don't even remember how I did. Um I know was I was points. I know I was an all American on uh the five K, three K and mile, but I don't remember what place or anything. But okay. yeah, so like I think I didn't I didn't have any confidence going into those. <laughs> so the fact that I was able to come out, you know, with that was pretty remarkable for where I was at the time. Now you both we're gonna get into miles uh of course, but you guys have both taken circuitous routes to uh, Nebraska Kearney. Um, then you went from Iowa Central, you went to Indian Hills. Why did you, why did you transfer there? So, and I was, like I said, at Iowa Central, I was kind of battling myself the whole time. And I, I had an eating disorder and I was, had like self-harm problem. And when I transferred mm. out, I think I wanted to prove to whether it was myself or coach Brown or people from my home or my parents, or I don't know. But I think when I transferred, it was for all the wrong reasons. It was, I feel so bad for uh, what I did to coach Barnes and stuff. Cause I didn't, I wasn't there for very long. And um, yeah, I just, not that I regret going there because some of my, honestly, some of my greatest friends went to Indian Hills and I still talk to those guys today, but I think it was definitely, um, it was definitely a route that led me to Kearney for sure. 
without it, I probably would not have ended up here. Mm, okay. Why do you say that? Because over that summer going into Indian Hills, I had, I, I was injured. I was running like every other day for like 40 minutes. So I wasn't, I didn't train a whole lot. And then when I got to Indian Hills, I broke three bones in my foot. I got three stress fractures. So um, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done running. I'm quitting. I'm transferring back home and I'm just going to do this for fun. And Coach Bonzo was actually recruiting me out of Indian Hills. And he was the only coach, the only coach, when I told him that I was moving back home, that kept talking to me. Mm. And he literally, with without him, um, I think this all would have ended up com- like so differently. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that he had faith because... It was, it, it was like, I had never had a coach believe in me like that. Yeah. And you needed some, some, somebody to be in your corner at that point, because like yeah. you said, you had eating disorders, you had a lot of self-doubt, everything like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, you need somebody to, to say, you can do this. Yeah. And, and like also somebody who supported my decision to go back home and just, figure it out for a year um originally I was supposed to go into UNK in the fall of 2018 and when I told him that I wouldn't be transferring until semester he said no that's okay I think that's I think that's a good thing give yourself some more time and um I'll I'll never I'll never ever forget that and I will never be able to repay him for that so how did the how did the eating disorder, how did this come about? Uh, was it something that just manifested itself there at, at Iowa Central? Um, um, so I think it, well, it, it was a problem in high school. And um, I, always, I always loved to run is the thing. Like at all age, whenever, whatever age, I just, I love to run. And then I just somehow spiraled out of control and then when I went to college in college everything is amplified your schoolwork your um just just everything like your your emotions your friends your your running load your races like everything is amplified and it just so happened that that part of my life amplified too and um because I never I obviously never fixed it coming out of high school or I never got help for it. Mm. So did you, did you see this happening miles? Did you, did you see your sister struggling through all this? this yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. When, uh, so my junior year of high school was when she was at, uh, Iowa central. And I just remember it was every, every week my dad was going up there because whether it was, she was battling illness, she was battling injury, um, at one point, there was a cyst she had, and it was just a constant um, her struggling with things. So that was really tough to watch her go through. But uh, I think the best decision she made was coming home and just getting her getting her mind right, getting everything right. And um, I think now you now like she's she came to Carney in her first race or first season. She ran ten or ten oh two three k, which was a huge PR for her. So I think just. Uh, it was tough to watch her go through it, but sometimes, uh, yeah, it kind of gets you to find a home like Carney. I think that was a big thing for her. So I was really happy for her when she came here and she loved it. Did you get professional help then, uh, Maddie, or what? Did, how did? So um, I think I think mostly where it stemmed from was competition and um, comparison. So I think coming out of high school, it was really hard seeing my competitors do really well in college and I wasn't Mm. and so uh and then it was especially people that I was similar to like in high school so I think I think that part really um was a bigger factor than I thought so when I stopped competing uh it was just a weight that was just lifted off of my shoulders like nobody cares it doesn't matter this is you do this for you like you, yeah. you love to run, 
and competing is just part of it. it it's not the end of the world. And that mindset really changed um, my route for competing and whatnot. And honestly, I, I know I'm still, I'm still reaping the effects of what I did. Uh, not what I did, but like what happened years ago. And um, when I came to UNK, I got set up with a counselor so that good when um when like triggers would happen or when i would uh kind of have a relapse or whatever i had somebody to talk to and now that we're talking about it it's been like a whole year since i've uh made myself sick so that's really awesome okay so you're on the i mean it's uh you know, it's just day after day. You just got to keep, uh, you know, stacking those, those blocks on top of each other, you know, just, um, you know, building on it uh, day by day. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of like alcoholics, you know, same thing, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep that promise to yourself, keep building. So yeah. And like definitely that surround kind of... yourself with people that understand yeah. and that um, are going to give you grace for when things do happen and I've just been so lucky to have met Brady and have his own faith be like uh kind of spread into me and it's just it's been an awesome experience at UNK this is this is Brady Bonzo the head coach yeah he's a great guy mentioned him since he's obviously a huge influential part of your life so Uh it sounds like you have some great friends there that keep you keep you motivated and oh uh, yeah <laughs> destiny ranky our number one runner keep, at regionals she's been my she's like, been my best friend since i came here keep lighthearted, right yeah she's awesome so <laughs> wow that's uh that's a tremendous story hopefully some people will listen listen to this hear your story and know that um you know it's okay not to you know to be fallible mm-hmm. um so I I assume that uh, the move to uh, Carney was just uh, absolutely the best best thing that's probably ever happened to you, huh? Yeah. So it was interesting because when I first came here, I was like, "This is like, this is it. Like, I'm I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not going to talk to anybody. Like, I'm just going to go in there, run, do my thing, and get out." And um, mm. turns turns out that mindset didn't work out quite the way I wanted it to because I love every single one of my teammates and I would do anything for them. And I know that they would do anything for me too. Yeah. So are you hoping to uh, get back to run in Iowa? Like the Drake relays? I noticed you ran there uh, last year. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Normally that weekend, like my first year we went to California, but I think with all this COVID stuff, I don't think that that's going to work out. So hopefully that we can, go to Drake relays instead. It's always kind of, I I just remember in my senior year, it was awesome being able to qualify and stuff like that. So yeah, I always love, I love the Drake relays. Such a, got a special place in my heart and stuff. For everybody who's uh, from Iowa. Yeah. That's ever on the blue oval and miles. You had some, some, some laps around the blue oval as well. Um, you, you had a a very successful, uh, high school career, three years at Marion. And then why did you go to center point Urbana? Why did you run there the last year? What happened? Um, I think, uh, there's a lot of stuff just, uh, on the personal side of things that, uh, kind of led to me moving schools. Um, I think it was a better fit for me just at that time. Uh, and like coach Marshall was one of the, um, Amy Marshall, I think she, she's now Amy Paduska, uh, was one of the uh, – really helped me my senior year just uh, get away from a lot of the personal stuff and then just enjoy running. Um, so it was, it was a really great move. I love the Center Point community. Uh, my brother went there for his four years of high school. Uh, so it was just a really good community. I think it was a great switch for me um, for my last year. You won several uh, state titles. Is there one that uh, stands out the most for you? Uh, always, always years. the first one. The, uh, yeah. the 2016 or 3200. <laughs> um, I was, I was ranked number one so going fun. in. 
What's so funny? He literally celebrated the last 50 meters of that. If you ever go back and watch it. Yeah, I'll have to find it on YouTube. I'll have to look for it somewhere. Yeah. As a as a sixteen year old kid that had never ran in a, at a state track meet because I did not qualify my freshman year, uh, I was ranked one going in. But until I had that last two hundred and I knew I was going to win, uh, it kind of hit me. And the, yeah, the last hundred meters, I kind of celebrated like a like 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 a, like a kind of an idiot. But it was uh, like a fifteen year old boy. Like a fifteen year old boy. I think that just it showed all the emotion though, because uh, after my freshman year of high school, I I quit basketball and started training uh, full time, and that was really uh, when I I realized how good I I could be um, in that moment. So you gave up hoops, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you were actually one of these runners that was actually good with a uh, with a ball. The ball. Sport. I think for, out of all the sports I played, I'm pretty sure running was actually my worst at that time. Oh gosh. So yeah, I was not nearly a, at that time. I think there was a lot more potential for me in running than the other sports, but at, in the moment I was it's been way less time running than I had done any other sport. So it was kind of a leap of faith, but I I just knew uh whatever I did I was going to work hard in. I'm astounded that were you were you blowing kisses to the crowd? Is that what you were doing during your I was hundred meters? What's I was selling putting my arms up in the air, pumping my fist. Um it was my mom's birthday that day too. So I remember as I crossed the finish line, I'm pointing to her in the crowd. Um I almost got I almost got D- I almost got DQ'd. Uh yeah, it was a whole it was a whole thing. My coach was wasn't so too happy funny. with me. It was um, so funny. Yeah. So what did you get almost what did you almost get DQ'd for? Uh just was they they just... thought when I pointed they thought when I pointed to my mom that I was showing up the oh, other competitors. Um, um so I made sure after the other ones I, I I didn't go that far. I still celebrated them, but not quite uh to that extent. <laughs> you you but, waited till you were out of view uh, uh, at least till, at least until I crossed the finish line that one. <laughs> <laughs> We crossed the finish line first and then celebrated it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. That race, that race, will always have a special place in my heart, though, just because it's the it's the first one, it's the first time I won a big race like that, and um, in front of that crowd too at Drake. You're, it's not even when you get to college, unless you're at the championship kind of meets, you're never going to get a race like the high school state meet. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, all those kids that are, you know, if any kids are listening to this, that's it's the greatest feeling in the world. That's absolutely 100% true. It'll never be like that until maybe if you win a national title in college. So, Right. You just have something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, so how, how, how long had you been competitively running uh, before you won your uh, state title, the first one? Yeah, so I started competing in seventh grade. Um, actually, in middle school, I went to uh, Linmar. So I was teammates. When I was in seventh grade, my teammate was Ryan Murphy um, when he was an eighth okay. grader. So uh, my goal, I remember that year, my goal was always just to try to beat him because he was an absolute stud as a, even as a middle schooler. Um, so I started competing in seventh grade, had really good coaching over there. I mean, that middle school program was ran like a high school program at the time um that's why they had so many great runners coming out um so i started competing then but didn't really fully commit to year-round training until my sophomore year okay yeah. and then that's do you kind of agree with uh some other uh guests that i've had on here that iowa runners in general are under trained when they go to college that they um they don't get enough mileage that it's a that's a big a little bit of a shock when you go off to college yeah absolutely I think I just know a lot of people I competed against um were very very low mileage guys um I was lucky enough uh my dad was a really big part of my training in high school and he was a big mileage guy so my sophomore year when I started fully training we got up I was running 50 miles a week as a sophomore um my senior year right before we started indoor track, I got up to 90 miles a week. So for me, it wasn't a huge jump when we got to college. Um, Actually, I think some of my mileage this year was, I think my mileage during the season this year was lower than what I ran as a senior. Um, So I think a lot of Iowa kids compared to 
my teammates when I was at Gonzaga. Um, most most guys over there were, if you're a fifth runner on your high school team, you're running 60 miles a week. Uh, it's just kind of expected more over there, um, which is everyone's trained differently, which is good or bad. But I think it shows in, in their high school times why it takes a 915 to qualify for the state meet there instead of, you know, some of the times that it's, it would take here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a different culture, but, um, I definitely think in terms of immediate success in college, uh, Iowa runners are not prepared, um, as well as some other States. Okay. And on the, on the, on the women's side, is that kind of the same way for you, Maddie, you feel? Um, so I think with girls, what you see a lot in high school is the sophomore year peak, uh, and then kind of the plateau throughout. Yeah. So I think it's different for girls because you kind of just have to keep them in the sport. Uh, but so I don't, I don't really know. I, I ran 60 miles a week my senior year of high school. And then when I tried to do anything more, I just got hurt. And I don't know if that is from the eating disorder or what. But I do, I will say though that high schoolers do way too much speed for what is necessary in, okay. in a high school sport. Because, like, I think, I think I've heard more high schoolers doing speed in high school than I have ever done in college. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That's yeah, so a different philosophy. Um, so, Miles, you, I, I think I've got you down for five state track titles. Yes, five state track and one cross in, in your career. But it's always the one that got away, and you finished second in the sixteen hundred as a senior. Uh, that's probably the one that you're going. Urgh. How did uh, How did that go? Yeah. So going into that race. Um, it had been three years in the making. Uh, I knew there's only one other kid, I think he was from ADM, to win the mile and two mile three years in a row. So yeah. that was that was the goal uh, after I won them both my sophomore year was to – I wanted to win three uh, – the double three years in a row. So going into that race, I was – I knew what I had to do. I felt like I was – even though I think that was the only year I wasn't ranked number one because I didn't run at Drake in the mile that year, um, I still was confident. I was coming off a win in the two mile – uh, none of those guys had beaten me in the mile before. So I was confident I could, uh, was going to, you know, could win that race. And about an hour before the race starts, the, uh, it started raining lightning. So they delayed it. And I'm someone that, uh, I don't eat a ton before the races. I like that. I like to race on an empty stomach. My stomach's very sensitive. So I was struggling. I just wanted to get to the race and, I remember where they're marching us down there to the race and I was, I felt like I was about to pass out just cause it was now so much nerves are coming over me and the gun goes off and a typical race of me in high school was sitting in the mid pack through the first 800 and then, then make moving up. So I went through and I think a two fourteen, and my former teammate, Jeremy went through in two Oh nine. So I had some room to make up and I caught him with about 300 meters to go and, I made three dumb moves trying to pass him on the back stretch, and he didn't let me by. Then about 100 meters left, I tried to make one last big move and uh, just couldn't get by him, and that's when the uh, the wheels fell off at, in the last 50 meters. So it was just getting to the finish line, holding on to that second. I st still ran a you know a three-second PR in that race, but I think to win it, I would have had to break two in my last 800, and I was on that pace till about 30 meters to go. So it was uh, – yeah. At the time, I, it was uh, the one that got away, but um, you kind of look at it and laugh now. I, I actually went with him on a run a summer last summer, the year before that. We went for a run one time, and just, we kind of laughed about it because um, in our in high school, our rivalry, we actually we didn't get along very well, um, even mm -hmm. when we were teammates. Um, it was really competitive. Uh, there was times when we wouldn't talk to each other during the season. So it's just, it's funny. We look back at those and it's kind of a good memories, but yeah, he, uh, Jer Jeremy Fatma that he, he got away with one in that race. He got away with one, but 
Um, you got you there, and you weren't happy about it. <laughs> you no, a lot no. of times you're happy for your teammate, but no, yeah. <laughs> not in this case. Yeah, he had, he, yeah. but he had the race of his life, so it was. Uh, I know, yeah. kind of, kind of learned a lot in that from that race that uh, sometimes you can be in the best shape you've ever been in. You can be what I feel like the best runner in that race, and if you don't, if you don't execute it right, it's just it's not going to go your way. So. That was a good learning experience for me, just going to the next level. And actually, two weeks later, I went down and ran in uh, Tennessee, and I I think I ran the exact same time as what he ran. So it was kind of a all right. Yeah. I, I I was capable of winning. I just it just wasn't that day. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then you uh, you shot for the moon. You went out to Gonzaga, uh, mm-hmm. out to the Washington School, and 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 that just didn't go very well for you. Why? Uh, what happened out there? Why did? Yeah. So after my senior year of high school, I actually decided that's when I took the gap year. I went to Kirkwood. Uh, Kirkwood doesn't have a cross country track program, so I went to Kirkwood. Uh, I was a part time student, just finishing up my associates. Um, so I was just training. Uh, a lot of that was because. Gonzaga has a really high academic standard. So uh, my academic scholarship as a transfer was much higher than what I was going to get um, coming out of high school. And also okay. they didn't have any athletic money that year because they had just recruited uh, James Mora, who was a 14 flat uh, high school guy. Mm. Um, so they didn't have any athletic aid available. So I took that year so then I could get a little bit more scholarship the next year. I was still coming in as a freshman. Um, yeah. And also training more mileage my whole year off. I was running about hundred miles a week, got my three K down to eight twenty five. Um, so I was running really well going into Gonzaga. Uh, so you were, so you were yeah. just running at meets un- unattached then you were, you, you were just showing up and yep. Yep. I went down to a race in Northwest Missouri, ran eight twenty five. I ran four sixteen in the mile that year. Um, so I felt pretty good going into Gonzaga about where I was at. Um, okay. when I got, yeah, sorry. Yep. Go on to Gonzaga. Yep. You're I got, I got to Gonzaga, um, coming off a great summer training. Um, coach Tyson was, he's, uh, obviously well known for his years as a high school coach. Um, that's, uh, Pat Tyson. He roomed with Prefontaine when he was in college. Um, yeah. Bill Dellinger, so he he knows his stuff. Um, so I was very excited going there. I was coming in with uh, the whole summer. I think I averaged 105 miles a week. Uh, lots of 10 mile tempos, eight mile tempos at you know 530, 525 pace. So I was in pretty good shape going there. Uh, couldn't quite get into that. I was in the top five of every race, but wasn't um, separated enough to say let's pull the red shirt. So I redshirted my freshman year. And then it was on to indoor season where I did compete. I ran fourteen thirty six in the five k, which was top ten all time in their program. So things were going the right way. Um, and what I that was funny is when I ran that fourteen thirty six, that was a hundred and seven mile week. So it was I was still running pretty pretty well for where I was at without cutting sure. the mile down. So I was excited about that spring. What what I could do when we started cutting it back. Started you know being a little fresher. And I was down in L.A. I had ran the best workout of my life uh, the week of spring break, and that's when COVID hit. Um, so co- the whole, whole world shut down, and I went home, trained at home that uh, spring, went to Flagstaff for that summer. Our whole team pretty much went. Um, and then that's when last fall, so fall of 2020, came back onto campus. Uh, there was no cross-country season, so we were just going to do a time trial. Um, I, I felt like I was in low 14s or sub 14 shape. I had just ran a workout of my life. Uh, it's like a 418 mile. And then five minutes later, I was doing 600s and 138 with a minute rest. So a lot of just best shape of my life kind of stuff. Uh, and when I was at Gonzaga, then the smokes, there was a smoke from fires. So our, yeah, yeah, we, that's couldn't, right. yeah we couldn't run outside for a week. So right. I had to train then, inside. Well, yeah, I had to train inside, and I was doing workouts on treadmills. I did six by eight hundred and two twelve with a minute rest on a treadmill. Uh, <laughs> on a, it, it, absolutely crazy. And then end of that week, uh, my hip just the treadmill doesn't go that fast. My hip, my hip <laughs> blew up. Uh, it was my hip was uh, my piriformis just was 
uh, absolutely just excruciatingly painful. I had a really hard time walking and sleeping and everything. Um, so I couldn't run. So now you're doing classes online across, halfway across the country. Um, no practice. We couldn't meet very much. We could only have small groups. So I just felt really alone and like it, it just wasn't the greatest fit for me at that time. So I, I did decide to come home last December um, just, just so I could get everything right. You know, I was suffering from just some depression because it, just being alone all the time out there, it was pretty tough. Um, she came home, made sure I got everything right. And uh, that's when I started just training. I didn't really get back into shape till about February when I was home. Uh, and that's when uh, I decided I was going to Kearney. So. And you and you just didn't have the support system that uh, that Maddie had. Uh, it just wasn't there for you at Gonzaga. Yeah, it was it was really tough. I don't think it was uh, anything about Gonzaga, um, just because there were so much restrictions on what they could do with uh, their COVID protocols. Um, yeah, if we if I had more access, like if we were meeting in the locker room all the time, like the year before, I wouldn't have felt probably so separated from the team. Uh, yeah. I just think it's really tough when you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't be around people because um, Washington was still pretty much shut down until even, you know, when I went back and for graduation. So I just, I just was tough. For even I think it was tough for them to help. It was tough for me to get the help. Um, so it was kind of just best for me to come home and get around my family. So just a lot of it was timing. I mean, if, if you uh, could have, uh, delayed it another year or, 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 or two your whole running career you might have been staying at, at Gonzaga then you might have still be there but, um, but because of all the isolation it's just uh, it's just bad timing a lot yeah of yeah a lot of it was just bad timing and even when I went to coach Tyson and told him uh, I was leaving uh, that's kind of what we just talked about is how COVID just kind of really just messed a lot of things up and a lot of our plans and um, just when I see those guys have success, I still text them all the time. One of my best friends, uh, you know, he's on their team. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just too bad, but I think, uh, Carney's, uh, found a new home here in Carney. So, uh, it's kind of, it all works out. Maddie do the big sell for you. Did she sell it really well? Um, that was actually the only <laughs> that made me not want to, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she, was, she was a big reason why I wanted to come here. Just to be her teammate for her last year was a big thing. Um, and then seeing the success a lot of their guys have, um, that was one thing that excited me too is uh, I do train mostly for the 10K, which I think is which is good. But seeing the success their milers are having, uh, Luke Stuckey, who ran 344 in the 1500, um, seeing how, how well he's running, I think for me it kind of – I'm, I'm going to be working more on my weaknesses instead of just getting better at what I was good at. So that's one thing that did excite me about coming here was that, all right, I'm going to do a little bit more speed work instead of just the long progressive uh, training. Um, so, so it's a, uh, you know, there's some good things about the training I did at Gonzaga, some good things here. Um, it's, it's exciting uh, to see what happens going forward, but yeah. Okay. And you, so you're really uh, looking at that 10,000 then um, for this spring, really gearing up for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, uh, the goal. Yeah. I, for nationals. I'd hope so. I mean, it'll, like I said, I think every year, uh, getting, it's getting faster and faster every year. Division two is the best it's ever been. Um, but I'm looking at a sticky note right now that says 2022 10 K qualifier. So hopefully that becomes a <laughs> uh, truth by May. <laughs> It's difficult to qualify for nationals at the Division Two level, I've noticed. Very difficult. Yeah, well, they started, they cut back a lot of the number of qualifiers. So last year, I think right. we would had like three or four more qualifiers than we actually did just because, um, just because of COVID. Like one of the guys on our team, uh, Seth Simonson, very talented runner like one of the best in the nation and there is no reason why he shouldn't have been at that national meet but you know because of covid we have these different numbers that we have to follow yeah they they really cut back 
um, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like ten people per event. If you look yeah. at Division Two, uh, qualifying for Division Two nationals is always pretty similar of what it'll take to qualify for the NCAA regional meet um, yeah. in Division One. So they're pretty. It's you're you're getting some of the best runners in the country um, qualifying for that national meet. Yeah, there isn't that much difference between the two levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Um, several islands that are uh, running at the D2 level that are doing well. Mm-hmm. Not just you two, but um, we, we've got several. So, Yeah, I always uh, think of Carolyn Cunningham. Yeah. In absolutely. our conference. You, you, you run against her quite a bit, I'll bet. Yeah, so, she's actually, she's awesome. She's uh, probably one of my favorite people to compete against just because of how tough she is like she is gritty matt like a lot of respect yeah she's one that i'd like to get uh, on the podcast you know to talk about to talk to her as well since she's had uh, quite a career so what are the kind of goals for this spring for for the two of you what do you want to accomplish uh it sounds like i've already got miles pegged here he wants to get to nationals <laughs> in the 10k but how about you maddie uh, so for me, I would like to set a PR. <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of silly, but I've been in the same spot within two or three seconds for the past two and a half years right now. So I would like to set a PR, probably break 10 and break five and indoor. And then um, in outdoor, I really don't want to get sick, <laughs> which sounds like a silly goal, but In outdoor, I tend to get burnt out and I just tend to get really tired and exhausted and I never compete as well at the conference meet as I should or as I would like to. So make it there healthy and strong and competitive would be a goal in outdoor. Is it just the long season that you struggle with? I train really, really hard. I train long and fast, so I have been kind of not so smart about it in years past um, where I would still be doing 13 or 14 mile long runs in March or April at 640 pace or something like that. So it's like just really keeping track of my body and where it's at and like letting my training kind of take hold on races instead of the other way around <laughs> okay <laughs> well let's talk education um maddie you're an education major you're gonna it sounds like you're gonna be a teacher so that's awesome we need more of you out there uh what are you kind of hoping to uh go into specializing there so doubling in elementary and special education but the more I get into my fields, the more I really, really love the special education side of things. I think as somebody who did struggle in school and does understand hating to be in a classroom, like I can really relate. And yeah. um, I think it's really hard for t- people who haven't been there to be able to be like, no, I get why you don't want to be here. And like, I get why you don't think this is important, but trust me, it is. And um, just to really help them develop and graduate high school and move on in the world and hopefully hopefully, uh, get some satisfaction out of it if I can even make a difference in one, I think that would be um, an amazing feat for uh, that field. It's, it's really tough and it's really tiring, but I absolutely adore the work that the special education teachers have shown me that they do. And it's really a great thing. That's awesome. Uh, more power to you. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think you can definitely make a difference uh, wherever you go. So um, good luck for you there. Um, and it sounds like miles, you're kind of undecided right now, what you're going to do as far as um, you're trying to. Yeah. So the right now I'm in a, uh, Sport management is my major, um, but I actually okay. already have a bachelor's in psychology from Gonzaga. Um, oh, all right. Okay. So I've kind of, I'm more, more here right now 
finishing up that I had a minor in sport management, so I'm finishing up that major. Um, and okay. then with as much eligibility as I have left, cause I have all four years, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what masters I'm going to get in two years. So kind of just, you're going to be a career student then. I, uh, yeah, that, that's what they always, they always make fun of me. Cause I'm going to be 25 <laughs> if I stay all four years. You're going to be so. a professional studier. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if BYU can do it, you can do it, right? And they, exactly. Uh, I need to level the playing field. Yeah, just, just yeah, leveling it out. So, yeah, sports management's a good one to go into. I was one field that I think, looking back in my time, it's one I might change and, and go into. Do you want to kind of go into uh, athletic department work, that sort of thing, at a college? or? Um, yeah, either in the athletic department or uh, either – Coaching is obviously always the main has been my main goal. I want to be a coach, okay. um, but if not, I'd also be open to the athletic department side of things, or kind of if it was a, a big thing as minor league teams, like game day operations kind of stuff. So, um, kind of whatever I can find in the field, I'd be happy with. But just something to do with sports. It's kind of well, the main. Thing. That's how you work your way up. Yeah, you know, you go through minor league baseball or something. You work your way up to who knows? Maybe you'll be the Chicago Cubs GM someday or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) The GM of the Bulls, maybe, since you're, since you got a basketball background. There you go. Something like that. So um, we're uh, heading towards semester tests. How much stress are you under now while we're, while we're talking about that? I I just, I I assume those are coming up uh, next, next week. Yeah, they are. I just have, I'm an education major, so I just have a ton of projects that I have to do um, that have been ongoing throughout the semester. And then I have end of semester meetings, um, talking about dispositions and stuff about teaching. And so I don't really have, I don't really have a whole lot, but enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's basically just kind of budgeting your time to get all these projects done. Yeah. How about you, Miles? What uh, what's your semester uh, finals looking like here? Um, nothing too crazy. I know I last week was kind of my big week to get stuff done. Just with uh, during cross season, I'm it's hard to say this, but I'm more focused on the season and what I'm trying to do there. So once once I got back from nationals, I just spent the whole week of Thanksgiving and last week just getting my work done. So I'm pretty caught up and only have a few like I have one final um, and then just like a paper to write. So nothing too crazy, just okay. Yeah. How about up uh, some upcoming holiday season for you? Have you uh, do you celebrate Christmas for one? I I, I can't assume anything. And two, uh, do you have presents for each other yet? we do celebrate celebrate christmas are you getting presents for each other (laughs) i have my little brother's present it's the same thing every year uh (laughs) (laughs) my other yeah our our other little brother but yes but um miles i can't ever (laughs) i can't ever think of anything for him most of our gifts are he's a runner, right? Yeah, most of our gifts are really silly and kind of dumb. <laughs> like they're like what, almost like gag gifts sometimes. Like I could give like one time, uh, Mason, our little our brother, he Mason and I, we almost got him like a pet hermit crab just to make him upset. <laughs> just to, <laughs> but yeah, it, we just do like kind of silly stuff like that. Okay. How about you, uh, Miles? You uh, thought of Christmas yet? Have you? Um. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm gonna get for them yet, but I'll probably be. I'll probably be at Walmart getting groceries one day and just see something and be like, "That's that's funny. it." Go to the five dollar movie bin. Yeah, just probably grab something that <laughs> is is cheap because I'm a college kid. So. <laughs> yeah. Is there any movies that you uh, like? uh what's your favorite oh my gosh favorite movie that's a tough one i have a favorite tv series okay i really like friends 
Friends. Yes, yeah, that's always that's always on our TV. I love Friends. Always but on during the day. I don't that's... movies. I don't really know. What about you, Miles? Um, right now I've just been watching uh, Christmas movies. So like. Oh yeah. Yeah, like The Grinch. That's that's a good one. Yeah, you and my daughter. She's going through all of them, all the classics. <laughs> he really likes the Polar Express too. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, that's that. That's a must for her every year for sure. Yeah. Um. So well, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the hour has just flown by here. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you uh, messaging me and asking us to come on here. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure, guys. And uh, again, Maddie and Miles, uh, have a great uh, have, have a great season and uh, enjoy the holidays. Absolutely. You too. Merry Thanks Christmas. You too. Yeah. Bye. Bye.